Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This week it's all about transfers as we are in the middle of the January transfer window. I am Scott Carney and joining me is Alistair. How are you, mate? Very well. I thought I was maybe going to miss the start of the podcast because I was, I mean, as I was stuck in traffic. You can tell traffic's back now. Day, man. Pe- How bad people was that drive, today? People can't drive in the dark, can't drive in the rain if it's windy. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? You're liking cars, Carney. Oh, the I'm the worst. Person, very mate, honestly, very frustrated. When, but when it's me and you, the thing is, when you usually when you pick me up and you're angry about like the traffic, I kind of laugh at you, and vice versa as well. When it's yeah. me driving, uh, yeah, but no, the traffic today was brutal, mate. Yeah, Absolutely sure. brutal. Aye, it was. Um, Scotia, how are you, mate? Yeah, I've not had any traffic to worry about. Not been in the house today. It's been absolutely miserable. Um, but no, looking forward to this this evening. Yes, uh, so yeah, we're going to do a wee bit of a, I mean, I know it's a lot of hypothetical stuff as well, but obviously the rumours are starting to circulate now, so we thought we'd concentrate a wee bit on on the Rangers squad currently as well just now, uh, and as well as discuss a bit of the the rumours that are that are flying about. Before we get into that, just a shameless plug, please do subscribe to our channel mm-hmm. and like the video. Also, leave your comments with their opinions, with your opinions on the stuff that we are going to discuss tonight. Additionally, if you'd like to go a step further to support the podcast, you can join the YouTube channel by becoming a member for as little as 99p a month, and you can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the Coffee Buying Legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. All links for that are in the description for this podcast. Right, gents, we'll start with the squad as it is just now. There's a few things that have cropped up, I think, that have... There is there is more and more opinions on players coming, uh, generating camps, 
within the Rangers support and I'll, there's, there doesn't really seem to be much middle ground anymore. It's either you're in one camp or you're in the other and there doesn't really seem to be an in-between. So first off, I'm going to start with the goalkeeping situation. Now, McLaughlin obviously started at the weekend. Um, raised a few eyebrows, I think. Um, obviously, Bill tried to defend it by saying he expected quite a lot of long balls into the box. And McLaughlin's better to come for crosses, etc. Um, more than McGregor is. McGregor's never been part of McGregor's game. Uh, but it has led to the debate now of, well, how long will McLaughlin be in goal for? Ali, I'll come to you first. You were the one that actually brought it to our attention um, post-match on uh, Sunday that the chances are McLaughlin will play in the Cup games. So, and it's something that used to do under Gerard as well, that used to change the, the keeper for the cup games. Uh, and it's not uncommon. It's not an uncommon thing. If, if again, well, hypothetically, nothing, he has a solid game on Sunday. He had a solid enough game um, Sunday there, Sunday previous there. Uh, obviously, he wasn't really tested in any, any way, shape or form. It was quite a comfortable day for him. It was only a, a couple of times he was called into actual action. Um if he continues for maybe, I don't know, the Aberdeen game, maybe the Wednesday night game, I think the Wednesday night game will probably tell us everything that we're going to need to know. Would you go along with that, mate, that it's... He probably will play Sunday. I think once it comes to the preview pod on Sunday, we'll probably all pick him. Um, but what do you think? If he plays Wednesday, do you think he may be the, the number one now going forward? Yeah, I think so, to be honest. That Wednesday game's a key one because that's the, the league game. Sam was in between two cup games, the, the League Cup semi on Sunday, and then on the Saturday away at uh, St Johnson the Scottish Cup. So I, I would think he'll play them because, like you say, about he is the cup keeper. Did last um, when Beale and Gerard were in before they left to go to Villa, they, they did alternate the two keepers quite a bit in terms of he couldn't keep McGregor. He wanted to keep McGregor kind of fresh in terms of what age he is, but going forward. Yeah, I think that Wednesday night game's kind of key, to be honest, in terms of who's a keeper. If it's McLaughlin, yeah, I think, unless he makes an absolute howler along the line somewhere, um, it will be McLaughlin going forward for me. And you need to look at McLaughlin. His record last season when he came in for us was really good. See how many clean sheets he had? And we were all saying about him for being number one this season. And that Celtic game has scarred everyone in terms of yes. what we think about him because he had a horror show. He knows he had a horror show, but... You can have so you have horror shows. We've seen players go and have fantastic careers with Rangers that have had horror shows at Parkhead. Fernando Rickson, there's one for you if you remember him getting hooked after twenty odd minutes. But he had a horror show there, and that's all in the back of everyone's head now about McLaughlin. I think you forget what he's been like for us. Um, I still don't think he's a number one goalkeeper going forward, Carney, for next season. I'll, I'll put that in. I think when you go and buy somebody, I think he's a good number two. But for this season going forward. Wednesday night is key and I think quietly he might be the number one going forward now. Yeah, Scotia, I heard a stat on um, Heart and Hand, I can't remember what show it was, I was listening to it, <clears throat> and something like 11 of the last, the 11 shots that have been McGregor and the last 11 shots, he's conceded six or something like that. I might be getting that wrong, but there is definitely a stat out there that I, I probably really wasn't quite aware of. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I, I don't know it's easy to read into these things. It's easy to really overanalyze it, but I do think it came as such a shock 
not a shock, but you know what I mean? It was a wee bit, oh, everybody raised an eyebrow at it. And McLaughlin getting brought in. And Ali spot on. We, we are all scarred by that horror show that he had. And even against Ajax, he wasn't, he wasn't great at all. But now, are you, would you go along with that? I think Wednesday night's really going to be the telltale sign, whether it's going to be him for the rest of the season. And at that point, do we... Still keep McGregor as number two, or do you start again looking towards the future and put McCrory onto the bench? Questions, questions, questions. Firstly, in Sorry. McGregor's defence, <laughs> no, in McGregor's defence, what I would say is those that, those stats that you mentioned, I've not looked into them. I think I, I do recall hearing that as well. Um, but you've, some of those shots will have been when we were playing with a makeshift sort of defence, if you want to call it that. Um, and we obviously didn't have Goldson and Davies in there, you know, not a settled a defensive partnership as such. So we take that into consideration there. But McGregor, we were all surprised when he signed on his extension in the summer there. I think we all thought that it was time for him to hang up the gloves and then move on. McLaughlin came in and he was doing really well up until, like you say, that Celtic game and the Ajax game. Um, then rightfully dropped, I would say. I can't. There was a game, I can't remember what game it was in Europe, but McGregor was in goals that night, and if that had been McLaughlin that was would have been in goals that night, he would have got slaughtered for it. But as McGregor kind of got let off the hook a wee bit, I felt at the time there wasn't really much noise around it because the team itself had played so badly as well that there was enough enough blame getting flung around there. I agree with what Ali's saying there about that this Kelly game's probably going to tell us everything in terms of what we'll do this season. I'd be worried if it is McLaughlin in goals because, like Ali says, he's that would, to me, suggest that they were then going into the market to look for a keeper in the summer because McLaughlin's, what, 35, so he's got a few more seasons left in him, I would say. And um, his contract runs out at the end of next season as well. If it was me, and I've said this to you before, because we get beat in the old firm, or we drew in that old firm game there, I would now be playing McCrory in league games going forward for the rest of the season to see if he's up to number one. Because if he is, then it maybe means that we don't have to go out and get a, a top-class new keeper in if McCrory does enough to show us that he's ready to take up the number one spot for this going forward. I would like to see that, but I'm not sure that we will. I've got the feeling that it's probably going to be McLaughlin and McGregor, Kenny, fighting for the jersey for the remainder Scotia. of the season. Do you, not, do you not think if they thought McCrory was number one material, we would... Seen him more by now. I just yeah, I know Carney. I know I know Carney says why did he sign that contract? He must have been promised something. I just I, I, I'm long lines with you. I can't see him coming in, McCrory. I can't see him playing many games. So I, no, I think he's McCrory not, will go. Yeah, he's not he's not played this season at all, McCrory. Yeah. And the, the previous season when he came in, he obviously came in when um for the old firm game, done really well in that game. Um, kept a clean sheet. I think his clean sheet record, he's only played like three or four first team games, really. Him and his brother. Record's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, you're right, because he'll be, he'll be looking at, I've said it before, he'll be looking at his brother, you know, leaving Rangers now playing all the time. And it's, he's in, what, 24? McCrory, so he's getting to the stage where it's now going to have to be, well, if I'm not guaranteed at least a shot for the number one jersey, then time to look elsewhere, which would be pretty disappointing. Because he's obviously on contract until 2025, I think they signed that extension to. So I would like to see McCrory given a chance. And whether or not it works out, we can then go into the summer with a better idea looking for a goalkeeper. I think I think we've all said we'd probably like McCrory to get the chance. 
Because he's not he's not done anything wrong, let's be honest. And it is the, the contract thing confuses me, but I know people are saying they're tying down your assets and they're, maybe there wasn't an offer of anybody else even sniffing at McCrory at the point. But I think for him to sign on, he must have thought, well, there's something in this for me. Unless, again, each to their own, maybe he's happy, he loves the club, he loves to be at the club, he loves to train at the club and he's happy doing what he's doing. Um, I mean, it's a... It's a not bad job to have. I'm not going to lie. It's not. It's not the worst thing to be doing with with your with your day. But yeah, um, I, I would go along. I would go along with. I think Wednesday is going to be crucial. Um, it's going to show the future of. I think the number one for at least the rest of this season. And I think. Look, I think regardless, I don't. I'm not confident of McLaughlin continuing into next year. As our number one, anyway, I think at some point the goalkeeping position is going to need to be addressed, and it is a it's a tough one to get right uh, to 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 get the right type of person to be uh, a number one at Ibrox because your eyes, everybody watches you. Um, every little single mistake is scrutinised to an inch of its life. So it's, it's going to be a tough one going forward. I, I, I only, the only way now that I see McCrory playing is if this we absolutely collapse in terms of like within the next three, four games, we get beat every game and the league is absolutely, like, completely uh, unattainable. So that's the only way that I would see McCrory coming in because I think if he was going to do it, he would. why would he not have done it now? Um, so it's a strange one. It is a strange one, the goalkeeping situation, but I think Wednesday will be the Wednesday will be the key um, to tell who's going to be the number one going forward. Um, another couple of players that are maybe split in opinion is Alfredo Morelos and Antonio Cholak. Cholak probably not as much, but we're at the point where the impending contract situation with um, Alfredo Morelos looming over the top of him really does rub people up the wrong way. Um, people can't, don't want to see the good in him. Um, not that he has been particularly good. We all know he's carrying injuries, etc. But it does raise questions to me because I, I believe... Antonio Cholak is a great striker. I really do think he's a he's a superb player. He's done so well for him since he came in, but obviously he's been out injured the majority of the time. Bill's been here and we haven't really seen him flourish yet in this Bill system. Ali, would that be safe to say that again, I can already see people putting in the comments um about uh, <clears throat> Morelos out or whatever, and some people want to keep him. I get that. But I think Morelos suits a Bill system better than Antonio Cholak. Discuss me. It's difficult, isn't it? See if you can morph yeah. Cholak and Morelos into one player. Ideal. Yeah. That's what you want. But that type of player costs big bucks. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Cholak, for me, is more, more of a penalty box striker. He did before he got injured. He was he was starting to move about the park, if you know what I mean, Carney. He wasn't as static. He was linking up well, and then unfortunately he got injured. And he had a he had a right good um, spell just before he got injured. Cholak. I I know what you mean. Morelos occupies defenders a lot more. He moves a lot more. He's it's difficult. I, I listened to I listened to Heart and Hands flagship uh, last night when I was out. And it was, it was Andy McGowan or, or David Edgar said that if we were going with Cholak as our striker, as our number one striker, they'd be worried in terms of the system. And I kind of agreed with him because 
we all thought when Choate was coming in at the beginning, or most of us did, we thought he was a replacement for Itton at the time when we, when we brought him in. And he's we kind all of said up, it. Yeah, and he's kind of come up to, well, he is our number one striker at, at, the, at the moment because Morelos is, isn't performing on the park for us. But it's difficult. Morelos, for me, will go in the summer, definitely. He'll definitely go in the summer. I, I can't see him renewing the contract. But I think we need to go and buy a striker because Kamara Roof, I know he's back. Kamara Roof, I'm a laughing joke. He can't be trusted to play a run of games for us. So we need to go out and, and buy a striker. I think it'll be the summertime we'll look at a striker unless something comes up in January. But yeah, I don't think Cholak is our number one striker for next season. Maybe this season, but for next season when we, he rebuilds his team. He's not our number one striker because I agree with you. I don't think he fits the way Beal plays football or the way he wants to play. I think it's all down to the way that he likes the front three to move. <clears throat> you see it well, Fred and Sakala yeah. and Kent. Yeah, it's just caused like, like Liverpool but, slightly. Yeah. Aye, but Cholak can't come in off the right or off the no. left. I mean, it might work at times when he's maybe at the edge of the box, but in order to really drive, like the way Kent or Sakala would, to really drive forward, I don't see Cholak doing that. I really don't. Look, he might, he might be able to adapt and bring something into, in, into his game like that, or maybe Beal will slightly adjust the, the system in order to try and fit him better and to play to his strengths. But in the way that I think we're, we're seeing Beal set up, in the way that Beal his idea of where the way football should be played, in my opinion, I don't think Cholak will be um, will be right for that long term. I don't think he'll be right for that long term. Scotia, what's your um, thoughts on this? I say, I'm not taking anything away from Cholak. Honestly, I'm not. I don't want people to think I'm battering the guy because I'm a fan. I am a fan of the guy. He scores goals. But I think, yeah, what's, I'll let you, Scotia, I'll let you. What's your, what is your opinions on what we've been discussing there? Yeah, I mean, there's not too much disagreement for me for what you guys have said, but I think people, from what I've been reading over the last couple of days, people tend to judge Cholak right now just based on that 45 minutes. He played against them. Um, who were we playing at the weekend again? Can't remember. Dundee United. Dundee um, <laughs> against them. How many beers did you have after that game, Scotia? You need a game ball, Scotia. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, but I think from what I was, the way I was interpreting some people's comments was that they were judging him purely on that sort of forty-five minutes where it didn't really affect the game at all. But no, the team weren't playing well. But I do agree that Morelos probably is a better player for the system that Bill wants to play. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll probably lead into your next question as well, Carney. But um, once Bill's got everyone back up, fit and fire, it'll be interesting to see what he does. I wouldn't be adverse to. The, fact of Cholak and Morelos starting a game with each other because Morelos can play out in that right hand side can play out in that left hand side he can move about a bit more Cholak probably not he will be a bit more static but with both the strikers then they're on it then does give you the option to kind of tweak your formation about a bit more drastically than if you're just playing one of them um so I do agree that to be honest Rangers are kind of in a position where they're waiting to see what Alfie does Right now, Rangers should be looking for a striker, a replacement for Alfie. But it's really a down to what Alfie does, whether he stays or he goes. I mean, obviously, there's only, what, another 20 days or so left of the window. Don't really see any clubs coming in for Alfie at the moment, to even to sign him in a, a free deal because... Or not the clubs that maybe Alfie would want to go to because Alfie's not been at his top level. For Alfie to be his top level, he probably needs to play until the end of the window. Then he'll be in flying form. 
And then at that point, it's you know, he's still got people can still come and approach and offer him that pre-contract. So we're kind of we're stuck in a rock and a hard place with Alfie that if he plays the way we want him to play and we know the way he can play, it'll light up club's interest in him for him to go or not. So I think Rangers do need to be kind of proactively looking for a striker to replace um Alfie because if Beal's playing the way like we potentially all expect him, he's going to play Trollac potentially isn't the man for the job uh, under Beal's system. Yeah, I think, yeah, you, you make a great point as well about Morelos just now, mate, is the, the teams, if any team is interested, it won't be the team that he <clears throat> wants to go to or thought he was going to end up going to. That's probably the right thing. Do I believe there's a team out there that would sign him and take a punt on him? Absolutely. I've got no doubt about that some, some team would. Um, it's that age-old thing that we say to us, we, we say to ourselves when we sign somebody that's maybe a wee bit of a a dodgy run fitness-wise as well. If we can keep him fit and we can get him firing, then you'll never know. So I think it falls into that. But I do believe, I believe there's probably already someday. I reckon he's probably, again, this is all me guessing here. I have got no inside knowledge at all, but I presume somebody from somewhere will have made him an offer of a contract because they can speak to him now. Can you speak to him now? Yeah, they can, can't they? Sign him on a pre-contract. Yeah. So you can speak to him now. So I'd be shocked if there isn't someone, but whether it's the team um, that he wants to go to or not, I, I suppose we'll never really know. <laughs> For Rangers to keep him now, the way that it's looking, I, I don't think the money's going to be worth it in the long term. I think Rangers should do what they can to recoup anything really for him I, I said I've said like we signed him for a million so I mean even if you get four million it's still it's not great like if you get money for him now and it's like only four million it's not fantastic money but it's still a profit at the end of the day and you've got to think what Alfredo Morelos has done for us over the time that he's been here Um, he's definitely repaid that one million pounds already I don't think there's any great doubt in that so maybe an interesting one Morelos might run down to the end of the, 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 end of the season and just walk away and can I wash his hands over and move on but he could pull a Goldson as well mate yeah but I think look again it's all guessing I believe that Morelos will want to be the top player at the club he'll want to be the top guy he'll want the most money and right now I don't think he's earning that contract and I think Bill possibly thinks that as well from his comments that he's made again that's reading between the lines with comments that Bill's made but I still, I still believe that I still believe that he would want too much. Um, again, we've said that, we've, I think we all agree now, if we're going to keep one of Kent or Morelos, you keep Ryan Kent because the way he plays him with this free role, uh, I'm all for that. I think it's great to watch. But yeah, even Ali, some people have said as well in the comments there about um, Morelos changed the game on Sunday. Now, I, I don't think he changed the game in terms of directly something that he done. But what Morelos does is make defenders think that he's on the pitch and they're going to have to keep an eye on him, which opens up space. So I believe that he helped Rangers improve in the second half. He directly maybe didn't play very well or had a, a massive impact in the game. Yeah, I think I said this after the game. I think Ryan was Ryan didn't rate him at all, to be honest. Um, no. I, I, I didn't really rate him that much as in being on the park. But what I was saying and what I think you were saying was that it gave their defenders something else to think about in terms of yeah. his movement because he does move across that line. He's not static. So, yeah, 
he, he gave their defence something more to think about, which opened the game up slightly more for our runners, your Ryan Kent's, etc., Tillman's to, to, run, to run behind. So, yeah, but I, I still don't think he was that great. I mean, Chris Arson to Chris Boyd in Sky Sports, and he's he's not for Alfie at all at the moment. Mm. He's really not in his camp. Andy Walker actually came on and said he thought he changed the game. Chris Boyd was having none of it. But like I say, I, I rated him as a... A six out of ten for me. I thought he had some decent link up play at times, but at times his finishing wasn't great. There was the one Ryan was on about with the, the ball over the top where he should have ran with the ball, drove with the ball, and he tried to do a kind of Kamar roof if you want to say and loop it over the goalkeeper. It wasn't really close, but it sums him up this season, Morelos. Ah, he's way off the pace for me, Morelos. But he's a handful because defence need to think about him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll come on to Friday and we'll, we'll do our Aberdeen and stuff, but he will play against Aberdeen. But he's all we've got at the moment. I know Kamara Roof's there, but. Is he, but. <laughs> is he really? Is he really there? Well, I think he's, been, he's, he's going to need time. Roof's going to need time, there's no doubt. Carney, <coughs> quickly. If he's got it. Yes, mate. I've See, got on, just as, as, as Ali's saying, um, he's all we've got there. But I've not read anything. Further about Cholak, I assume we won't find anything out until Friday about his injury or not. Yeah, it'll be Friday. It'll be Friday, I'd imagine. It's Friday and we'll find out he's out to the end of the season. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> aye. No doubt, man. Just need, to re- just need to re-record this segment. Then, aye. It'll, it'll be like a, a, a one in a million injury that he's got that's never been seen in a football player. He put on Kamar Riff's football boots by accident. <laughs> yeah, I, he's went to Kamar Riff's doctor. That's him. That's him knackered. Uh, so no, I know we're not until Friday about Trolak for going ahead to the rest of the season. Um, we'll move on to the next man, Scotia, the man of the moment. The man that split opinion again for, for a long time. And now everybody... I think everybody's loved him, but whether everybody's loved that his ability or not, it's a different thing. Uh, it's Mr. Waka Waka, Fashion Sakala. Now, again, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I, at that first half against Dundee United, he was truly awful, honestly. Just kept running into people. At one point, ran out the park and was still dribbling after he left the park. And then the, the kind of one that he should have cut it back, he gets the ball cut under his feet and just makes a complete hash of it and uh, wasn't wasn't a great first half, and in the second half, he, that 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 goal was just sublime. I've watched that goal so many times. Even the wee flick from Jack off Jack's shoulder for the one touch with the right foot to absolutely bury it with the left foot. It's it's a fantastic finish. It really is, and he's a he's an enigma. And I've said it before, and I'll still stick by it. He is an absolute enigma. But it brings me on to the the right wing the right attacker I think we should probably call it now we've been calling for ages mate about getting oh sorry before I move on Brian thank you very much I forgot to say Brian thank you very much for the donation to the channel mate sorry I forgot to say that I realised I forgot to say that um, but yeah it brings me on to this right attacker that we've been calling for ages that nobody's nailed down the place etc what do Rangers do now? Do we go into the market? Is this an area that we do need to go in and uh, invest in? Um, or is are we going to give Fashion Sakala the the jersey? Because right now, I mean, honestly, the guy deserves the jersey just now. If he's frustrating, he's frustrating as hell, I get that, but you can't argue with his stats. No, you can't. It's interesting this one. I think it was a couple of games before they we finished up for the World Cup. Sakala had come in, and I think we all said, no, he had a really good game, one of the games. I can't remember off my off the top of my head what game it was. 
but we said no persevere with him it'll be good keep going and then obviously Beal's come in he's played all the time under Beal and he's been been really good he's been really good and really frustrating at the same time um obviously that first half and, th- and in that first half as well he was making that and run that he made to run the ball at the park it was a really intelligent run played the offside trap really well done all the what you would say is the hard part really well and then i tackles himself um sakala right now yeah I'm, I'm quite happy sticking with him but you mentioned there the, the right wing conundrum i think you were right to say probably don't call it the right wing conundrum because i think when people see the word right wing there's a kind of expectation of what that kind of player should be and we've not really had a someone out in the right since daniel candace and even then daniel candace was by no stretch of the imagination absolutely fantastic it was a really decent player, but he wasn't fantastic. But it's the way Beal plays. Beal's want wants to play with his wingers in more inside, more like two number tens, so that you can sort of rotate that front three. Um so do we need to bring someone in at the moment? Under the way that Beal plays, I don't think so, because I think he's mentioned that Hadji isn't too far away from getting up to fitness and getting in playing in this in the squad. And I, it wouldn't surprise me at times to see like a, a, that that three in front of the Jack Lindstrom midfield is like a Kent Tillman and Hadji playing along that kind of line with a Morelos or a Cholak in front of them, and then obviously you've got your likes of Sakala, you've got Matondo, who's sorry to bring him up, Garney, but you've got Matondo there. Who right, could we'll contribute? Who <laughs> could contribute? And you've also got Scott Wright, who could contribute as well. Right now, I don't think it's too much an issue. But again, it's similar to the, sim- it's actually similar to the goalkeeper question and the, the forward line question or the striker question in terms of need to wait and see once Beals get everyone fully fit. And I think Beals kind of said this himself that he needs to evaluate everything once people are fully fit. Is that an area that we need to look at? Because I think we do have players that are waiting to come back that would fit into the way the system that Beal wants to play. Yeah. I get that, and it's it's less the less the winger thing, isn't it? It's more the inverted tens or whatever they like to call it. What I'd say I'm useless at this or this terminology, but it is it's not really the the winger position anymore, Ali. But look, it's safe to say that Sakala's he's flourished under Bill, and maybe it's the the kind of fresh eyes of a fresh eyes of a new manager and the belief that it's gave him. Um, sorry. Ian Morgan, uh, sorry, Ali, I know you've just done that at the same time as me. Ian Morgan, um, <laughs> the, the, was it Zambian Ted McMahon? <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Ian, mate, thank you so much for that. Um, for the nation of the channel, mate, really do appreciate that, mate. That's great. But yeah, there is no doubt that um, Sakala's improved under Bill. What's your opinions? Do you still think we need to go into the market there for someone? Um, because let's be honest, Rabbi Matondo, having crisis of confidence or not, he's hardly set the hell of a light. Yeah, I agree with Scotia. I think he'll wait till summer to, to look at that position because Hadji's due back the end of this month, apparently. So, But what Yanis Hadji we've got coming back, we don't know because he's been out for... Well, best part of the year, Hadji. So oh, yeah, yeah. we don't we don't know what we're going to get. He's mentioned Hadji quite a lot. He wants Hadji to play in that area. Scotia's is talking about on that right side. Um, so I think he'll have wait to have a look at Hadji and take it for there. He's got Scott Wright to come on as an impact player. He's got Sakal out there who's doing well at the moment. Sakal for me going forward. This season will do until the summer for me. 
I think he's a very good squad player going forward next season. Good impact player. I think that's what he'll be next season, unless he does something dramatic from now to the end of the season, which I wouldn't put it past him, to be honest, because you just you just don't know what's going to come for Sakala. His numbers, his assists since Beal's been in has been really good. He deserves a shot. I'm giving him the shot going forward. I think he deserves to be there till... It'll be difficult when Hadji comes back. I can see him alternating it a wee bit then for different games, but it's his shot to lose. Matondo, we've had her saying Matondo. We've had a laugh about Matondo. But like I've said in here, it's not a laugh. We've spent £3 million on Matondo. He can't get anyone near the bench. And I, I said, you look at that bench. Look at the bench against Celtic. Look at the bench uh, on Sunday there as well. If he can't get on that bench, it's worrying. And it tells a story of where he is at the moment. I did see a wee clip today, something about Rangers are going to keep him and maybe instead of trying to punt him out and loan, I don't even know who would take Matondo at the moment, honestly. On a loan deal. Yeah. I mean, he must be in decent wages as well. You would want, yeah. if somebody took him on a loan deal, you'd want them to cover the majority of the wages. Who would do that on his performances? I don't know. And where do you play Matondo going forward? Because, like, I mean, Sakala for me has nailed that position. Now, that is his position. Matondo's way down the list. We've got Hadji coming back. Scott Wright's ahead of him as well. I don't know where you play Matondo because we've got Aberdeen coming up, Kilmarnock away, which is tricky, and then St. Johnson in the Cup. So critical games, if you want to say the next three games coming up. Where does Matondo fit in? Does he even get in that bench? It's and what do you do with Matondo? Three million pounds was spent on him. I mean, it's all right to say that you can't just write off guys like that. Three million pounds. So it's a difficult one, Matondo. Can he get everything right in transfers? But he's one that at the moment looks we've got spectacularly wrong so far. But I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he proves me wrong too. Generally, I do. Like, in, even Caroline said Matondo's the new Brandon Barker. I wanted Brandon Barker to prove me wrong. Brandon I Barker did, is but... better. I, oh, I don't know about that. That's a, that's a whole podcast in itself, mate. Uh, but I, I think we know as Rangers fans, you're always really quick to judge players. I do get that, but I just I'm not seeing. Obviously, we've seen the was it the West Ham friendly. We've seen Matondo. We were like, I I about him. Oh, he looks like a player, man. Like really chuffed for us. And I get it was just a friendly, but since then it's just nothing. It's not really happened for him. And I don't know how long we continue to try and get him into the team, or whether we just try and cut our losses with him. And say look it's one of these ones that's just not worked out and I'm trying to be as polite about it as I can but um, when he's doing the stuff that he's doing and he's turning around and he's smiling at it towards the bench after he makes a dog's dinner it, I can't cope with that <laughs> I just it's one of those things like as soon as I seen it I was like no no that's that's plenty off you go I want no more of that so uh, Scotia your thoughts on Matondo do you think Rangers will stick by him do you think we will or, I mean not just be best for everybody just to Try and get him a loan to buy deal somewhere. I always, I'm always the, of the opinion that you need to kind of give a player a season, at least to kind of settle in, because it can take a player players up to a year to settle in um, to, to Rangers and playing the kind of environment that you're playing in, because it is it's a completely different environment to other clubs. You know what you expect, what's expected of you as a player, even when you're, you know, you need to be at the top of your game, even when you're poor. Um, as weird as that sounds, so. Part of me still wants to give him time, but any time he has played in a competitive game for me, he's not he's not showed me anything really. And it's getting harder and harder to defend the stance that I'm on, if I'm honest. So I, I don't know where I stand. 
if a club came in and wanted to take him in loan for six months and pay his full wages, yeah, probably take that. It'd be probably beneficial for us in a financial sense. And like I say, I think we've got enough that side of that, those areas of the pitch that, you know, it's not as if we're bereft of um, options. Yeah, <clears throat> time will tell, Matondo. As I say, time will tell, but it's... Uh... I've, uh, unfortunately, my mind's made up on him <laughs> right now, and it's hard for my mind to change. I'm like, I want him to change my mind. I really do because I've I've came around this idea of Sakala as well. I mean, the amount of times we've seen Sakala in the past under Geo as well, where he had zero effect on the game for the, the amount of time that he was on the pitch. And when uh, Ryan and I did the press co- the press pass for the what game was it? The cup game. Who did we play? Queen of the South? Was it Queen of the South we played? That was yeah. woeful, that game. Oh, honestly, that was horrible. Even Sakala and, was woeful. Oh, that game. Sakala was so bad, that game. I remember sitting talking to Ryan uh, while we were on the gantry, looking at him going, mate, what are we watching here? I was like, it's Queen of the South we're playing. I was like, you should be doing a lot more here. He was very, very poor. Uh, but, I mean, now, so you can't really, I can't really criticise what he's doing. Okay, it's not all the time. It's not, probably not going to be all the time. That's the thing. He's going to be one of these players that will frustrate you, but then he'll, he'll bring moments of magic so um, fair play to, me, um, for, to Sakala for, for doing what he's doing honestly I think it's, he's a credit to himself for just what is it Jamie Lowe says dreams don't die um, and Fashion Sakala is, is living the dream right now um, right we'll move on to um, players coming in potential players coming in now we all know the the biggest the biggest rumours anyway just now um, is Todd Cantwell for Norwich and Tom Davies Davis Apparently from um, from Everton, um, Nabil's comments. You listen to that daily update. Yeah, well, I don't know if I believe him or not, though. I listened to it in the car on the way home, and I was like, I don't know if I believe that. Is that a Scottish thing? Scottish, you're very Scottish. Is that a Scottish thing? Is his name? Is his name Davies Davis? I don't know. Davies? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> honestly, why are you part of the Tartan Army for no reason, mate? Honestly, um, Bill's comments post match on Sunday. Um, I mean, he said he wasn't going to talk about players and immediately spoke about the players. Um, on Cantwell, he said he's a fantastic player. He's at a good age. Um, he's out of. Um, he's at a good age and he's looking for players to make an impact when they come here. Players that he can work with and develop and he wants the right hunger in their eyes. Um, he wants to have that kind of face-to-face conversation with him. We've heard him saying that before. Ali... Cantwell, he's been out of favourite Norwich for a wee while. Uh, I did a wee bit of looking back and seeing what's happened over his time. It looks like he's fell out with a few managers before. He was linked with massive moves um, when Norwich first came up um, into the Premier League. Now, as I say, he has really fallen out of favour at Norwich, which is possibly why we are being linked to him, but it's one of these rumours that doesn't seem to be going away. Is it worth a risk in your eyes? Um, I think he's 24. 24. 24. So, I mean, he's a, he's a young enough lad. Do you think Bill can rebuild his confidence? Yeah, he, he ticks the box for what we're looking for, what Bill likes to work with. He likes to work with younger players and develop them. You look what we did with Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent was a player that bounced around umpteen players in loan, came to Rangers, and how many seasons has he been with? Ryan Kent. Mm-hmm. One of the main men now, Ryan Kent. I've looked at this Cantwell's form. The nineteen twenty season, they were in the Premier League. Thirty-seven appearances, six goals, two assists. Then they bounced down to the Championship. Thirty-three appearances, six goals, six assists. And then after that, this is where he's went <laughs> downhill. 
Um, they went back to the Premier League. He only played eight games, no goals, no assists. And this season in the Championship, he's played 18 games, no goals, no assists. I do remember seeing him in, in the Premier League when he kind of broke through. And I, I did. I remember looking at him because he had the kind of long hair. He kind of stood out. He still always, does, thank Yeah, yeah. And I always thought, I thought he looked a good player, kind of box-to-box player. I think he's quite similar to that Tom Davis or Davies, whatever you want to say. Ever, I think there's, <laughs> I think there's similar type players because again, yeah. he was the same kind of hair and he stood out and he was box to box as well. So I'd be surprised if we went. I know you'll talk about the other guy, but I'd be surprised if we got the two of them. I think it'll be one of one of well, one of either one. But Cantwell, twenty four years of age, played in the Premier League. Yeah, he ticks the boxes, and he ticks the boxes, like I say, in terms of build developing players. We are not going to get the finished article. Let's be honest about it. We can't go down and get the finished article because it's mega box. It's going to have to be players if we're looking in England like this that you can maybe get a tune out of. That's maybe he's fallen away. So I think he ticks a box. I, I think he does as well. Um, he is the type of player that we we do need. Um, he's when he was playing with confidence. He's 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 not a player that's scared. Um, he's not scared to take a risk. He's not scared to, in, in a similar way, maybe Lowry is. Um, and they tell he's that Scotia would say he's got that gallus that he, he doesn't mind having a having a bash, having a go at it. And I do think he fits the he fits the bill of what we're looking for. But I think Scotia. I think no matter what, it's, it is a risk um, bringing a player of that. I mean, you showed great potential, we really did, but it's whether you can rekindle that form and rekindle that belief in himself and whether he's going to have it in him to be able to come um, come to Scotland and be able to flourish in this league. But what's your thoughts, mate, on, on Cantwell? Yeah, well, we definitely do need a midfield, couple of, potentially a couple of midfielders in because it is an area that we really need, we need to strengthen for a while. Although one thing that I was thinking about and I keep on forgetting about him, is Tom Lawrence. You know, obviously, he's a wee bit further away in his injury recovery, but when he comes back, he's a player that can play either in the middle or in that kind of the three in front of the, the deeper line players. Um, but we do definitely need to bring some people in. And looking at Cantwell, he seems like a decent fit, I would say. Um, he's worked with Beal, I think Beal's mentioned, he's worked with him before um, when Beal was in the Liverpool youth system. So he knows him. And that that's, to me, it's a bit of a positive because you do then draw um, comparisons with um, Ryan Kent and what Luke Beal and Gerrard were able to get out of Ryan Kent once he, he came to us, like Ali was saying there. So that's looking good. Um, he hasn't played since the start of November. I don't know if that's through injury or if that's, like you say, he's fell out with the manager or anything like that down at Norwich. I'm not too sure. I've not I've not read into it I think the pre- I think it was the previous manager he fell out with. Was it? Right. But, uh, he's not changed, they not Cal- changed their manager? Oh, I don't know. I've not been paying attention to the championship this season, really. So I couldn't tell you. Sake, Scotia. Um, Sake, man. You're uh, maybe like the football reporter for every league in the world, man. Come on. <laughs> no, but um, no, like Ali rhymed off his stats there. Yeah, and they, they do seem impressive um, for a few seasons ago, but has he lost his way? Don't know. But oh, you would like to think Beale's the type of manager that would get the player improving. We need to bring him in. He's, like you mentioned, 23 years. 24 years old, and a big thing as well, he's English. That if you can, if you can get bring an English player in, get him playing well, then 
there's the potential. I know it's you're going down way down in the future then, but there's a potential for quite a big sell or fee back down to into the Premiership or the Championship. Yeah. Which should it be? Um, so it's only a good thing, I would say, in linked to him. I think it opens up that is if we do manage to get him here and get a if we do that's right. Um somebody's just said that Dean Smith was recently at Norwich. Um if we do bring him up here and we do manage to get a tune out him uh, and he does flourish and we do get a decent run in Europe and he flourishes there as well, I think it opens the door for even in the future for players in England that maybe are thinking, oh, I'm a wee bit down the pecking order, I'm a wee bit out of favour here, that they could come up here and do a job and then win their move back to down south or to a, a decent a decent quality European um, team. Um so yeah, uh, I think it's as again it's the one that seems to be the strongest rumor just now. To be honest, is that one um, on Davies? Um, the manager said that he's got a bit of the John Lundstroms about him. Uh, he's another one. He's kind of fell out of favour at Everton, but I think we all, if anybody follows English football, will know Everton are a, a unique football club and a unique, probably not in a good way. Um, Ali, this one, or Scotia, I'll let you go first, even. Um, I think this one, Rangers would need to be... There's no doubt there's talent there. I there's no doubt there's talent in both of them. But with, with Davis, I think they need to... They need to assess where he's at. They need to assess how much he's got it in him because uh, a lot of people will take Scottish football um, lightly. Um, it's probably a nice way to put it. So but he has to be in the right frame of mind in order to come up here and succeed. But again, it's another one that both of the signings have... They've piqued my interest a wee bit. Yeah, I mean they're both they're very similar types of players um, in terms yeah. of you know their age. They're, they're both, I think they've both got you know they're coming into the last kind of stage of their contracts with the respective clubs, um, and the story's kind of similar in terms of how they've been playing over the last few seasons. Um, although Davis hasn't really really f- featured at all for um, Everton over the last this season and last season as well. I think he's only played a combined, what, 14 games or something like that, 14 or 15 games. Um, but previous to that, similar to when Nor- Ali was speaking about Norwich coming up there, when um, was it Ancelotti was in charge of Everton at that point, mm. he was, you know, he was playing regularly for them, consistently being one of their, their standout players and, you know, that, that that youngster that breaks through. So there was big excitement around him down in Merseyside about him. And again, he's fallen, up, fallen away. I think it's a player that, he could, he could look at the likes of Kent and Lundstrom, you know, certainly Lundstrom coming from a similar area um, of the world. And um, yeah, I, I think he would potentially fit in a, up, at, up at Rangers, but I think there's probably a bit more substance to the Cantwell rumour than the Davis one at the minute. I think Davis, I know, in fact, I forgot to mention, I'd seen in Sky Sports that Norwich knocked back a bit, knocked back a yeah, not back the bit for um, Canwell. Sorry, easy for me. To Did say. I lie down, Scotia? Are you okay? <laughs> Is that your Wi Fi there, Scotia? Like, what yeah. happened there? <laughs> but no, easy for me. Yeah, but no, Norwich not back the bit from a championship club for Cantwell. Yeah, that's right. Potentially, that's probably because they don't want their player going to a rival club. But I do think that Davis potentially have a few more suitors in and around the place just because where he's, he's, he's coming from a bit of a higher caliber club in terms of bringing players through and where they are and, and doing in England. Yeah, Ali, your thought on Davis, Davies, whatever way you want to say, it's your prerogative, I suppose. Um, I, 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 you probably you, you probably had the nail on the head already, mate. I doubt we'll sign both of them. Um, but even at that, <clears throat> I think it's still, 
It's nice to be linked with players, and I don't mean this in any disrespect, right? But it's nice to be linked with players that I've actually heard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's goes correct. Uh, you feel very similar. Like I said, I think they're similar type players, same age. I was looking at his stats today as well. In terms of the last four years, his goals and assists are pretty much nothing. But in terms of his appearances, 1920 season with Everton, 30 appearances, 2021. 25 appearances, and then after that, 21-22, six appearances in the season nine. So extremely similar to, to Cantwell. I mean, that Davies or Davis, how you would say it, is burst on scene at Everton when he was young. And like you say, he played regularly. Even before the 1920 season, I said he was playing regularly as well. So he's a guy that's fallen away again. And again, ticks the box of a Beal development player. Yeah. It's a player in him. You don't, you don't play in the, the Premier League in England if you're, if you're a, a dud, to be honest. I know a few guys have came up here and, and fallen, <laughs> um, but he's at, a, he's at a good age. A lot of these guys come up at the, the tail end of their career, but he's at a good age, 24, and again, he ticks a box. But I agree, I can't see us signing the two of them. I think it'll be one of whatever one, but the Cantwell one looks a stronger rumour at the moment. Yeah, the muncher of Curries has said if both do come in, do you think there's someone due to leave through the transfer window? Possibly Kamara. Now, again, this is an interesting one that it leads... It's, it's easy for us to sit and say um, who we think might be leaving. Um, I think it's more our preference of who we would like maybe like to see move on. If you ask to put cards on the table right now, I think if we even sign one of the two, I think Kamara's days are numbered at that at the um, at Ibrooks because I do think he prefers Ryan Jack over Kamara. Ali, your thoughts on that? Um, do you see anybody from the the team that you're for sure thinking is going this window? Well, I don't know. I don't know what Rangers would want for Kamara. Kamara's a, a weird one because under Beal and Gerrard in the, the 55 season, we say he was at the, the peak of his, his valuation, if you want to say. Now, I know he's got a couple of years left in his contract. Kamara, what's Kamara worth? I mean, do you want me to fly, fling a figure out in the air? That it's four that or five million pounds? Is that something being realistic? Yeah, three million, something like that. Yeah, yeah, three, four million. yeah. I don't know. Kamara's a funny one because I don't think he wants to be here. <laughs> I keep no. saying he's lost his two pals in Joe Rebo and Calvin Bassey. Bill likes him. I like Kamara. See Kamara when he's on form. He's a fantastic footballer, but Agreed. he needs to be he needs to be in his head in the game. And I, I don't think he's been here at all this season, Kamara. He's been in the football pitch, but I don't think he's actually been there, if you know what I mean. I think he wants to go elsewhere. I think we'll look to offload them. And yes, it's a difficult one in January to try and offload players. We want There's umpteen players we want to try and offload, but we need people to come in for them. A lot of the players we want to offload are probably coming to the tail end of their contracts and we will offload them in the summer. A lot of teams will look at them and wait to the summer, I think. Players like Kamar Roof, he's got a year left in his contract too. I'd, I'd look to try and offload him too, but... Yeah, I'll be honest, Connor. I can't see many players leaving Rangers in January. If, if maybe a couple of guys on loan, younger players, yeah. possibly a Lowry or a McCann, maybe. But that's it. Yeah, I'm saying, mate, it's hard because of the way the, the seasons the seasons went. 
Um, nobody's really been in really great form. Um, so and as form determines how much you pay for a player. It's as simple as that. Contract length and form, that's really how, how it goes. Um, or potential, even. <clears throat> Scotia, um, Curry Munchers put up there, Kamara's so frustrating as he's good and sometimes the quality just oozes out, but there is way too many times he would rather play an easy pass than take a chance and have a shot at goal. Do you think Kamara is one of them players? Look, there was rumours that he'd asked to get moved away. Um, there was, obviously, the rumours, but do you think he is one of these players that Bill constantly talks about as having a bit of a confidence issue? Um, potentially, Kamara does come across as quite a quiet person and he, he sometimes does see it play a wee bit within himself at times. Again, we, we mentioned this during the, the 55 season that Kamara's such a good player when he's on it. I mean, he's probably too good for Scottish football and sometimes Scottish football can drag him down in terms of the way he plays. I think he could be, I've said it back then and I'll say it again, I think he could be strolling the English Premiership like with an Arsenal-like team. It'd be great in the team like that. It'd be great in the Serie A. I think he's that type of player. Um, he's probably our biggest sellable asset at the moment, Kamara. And it's, it's, I think he's contracted to the end of the 25 season. Um, so I would be, if he was to go in January, I'd be looking for 9, 10 million minimum. Whether or not his performances merit that valuation, probably not. But that's mm-hmm. what I'd be looking at as a minimum because of the length of his contract and because we all know how good he can be. But I, I don't know if I would offload him. In the January transfer window, because like some people have mentioned in the comments there, you know, our field's contracts obviously up, Davis's contracts obviously up, but he's obviously, you know, he's just, I think he's just had that operation now, Stephen Davis, um, and it looks like he won't be back playing football if he wishes to continue until 2024, potentially. Um, so we're going to be losing a few midfielders, and obviously Jack's in that situation, that what happens with him? Is he going to stick around for another year, or is... He going to yes. go at the end of his contract in the summer? Well, I hope he does, yeah. <laughs> so right now, Kamara is one of those ones, if you if you let Kamara go, then you're you're looking to bring in another two. If we do bring in Money Cant or Davis, then you're you're just pushing the problem down into summer where we'll look to add in a few more um midfielders. Um and in terms of just one other person I was thinking, like you were saying there about players going out in the window. The only other player that I could see us getting any decent money for right now and to, to go would be Borna, Barisic, but right now I don't think I'd want him to leave. Obviously, because Yelmaz is still out injured, but I wouldn't. So I wouldn't want him to go at the moment either. But I think he's the only other player that would kind of command a decent fee for us at the minute. Yeah, probably, mate. Again, but would it be a that decent a fee as well, though? As I say, all these things, especially in January, all these things are like kind of either blown out of proportion or they're, they're ridiculously lowballed. Um, so yeah, I, but right now because of Yilmaz, I can't see he's wanting to get rid of Borna. Um, I don't think that would happen. I've seen a few people put in the comments here, and as I've, I have got the, I've got a, a memory like a goldfish. I don't remember anything. I'm terrible. Does Glenn Kamara need an operation? I think I'd, re- I'd remember hearing something that someone had mentioned that, but I've not yeah. really heard. There was something. Much yeah, there, there, there was some. Uh, there was something about an operation that I, I couldn't. Tell you, but I, I do remember hearing something about it. Was it his ankle or something? Is that this? Was that this Mon game or something last year? Was it his I'm ankle? Sure. I, I, th- I think he's been playing through something <clears throat> and potentially might need an operation. But right, I would need to look into it. Need to see the same. Same as I say, my memory is 
Oh, truly awful, man. Absolutely terrible. Um, so, yeah. Um, right, the last one, just before we go, I don't think there's anything in this, to be honest, is Cho Ju Sung, that is the South Korean footballer. Um, I know nothing about this player, but Celtic were strongly linked with him. We've now apparently been linked with him. Only thing I know about him is I've seen him a couple of times at the World Cup. Scotia, um, you probably watched every single game of that World Cup, I would imagine. So you've you've probably seen more of them than than most. And the South Korean um, League as well. And the South Korean League, yeah, you're an expert in that field, mate. That is on your CV. You're an expert in that field. Um, I don't think he's the style style of player that Bill's looking for. I'm going to be honest. I think I don't I don't see I don't see that one as a gore. I think that one is agent or paper talk. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I mean, he had a fairly decent World Cup, although South Korea didn't have a great World Cup overall, but he scored um, twice against Ghana. Do you remember that fantastic 3-2 game? I know you were all firmly glued to it. He scored twice in that game. <laughs> no chance, man. <laughs> and, then, and then with the help of good old Wikipedia, I've seen that he scored 13 seasons, in, or 13 goals, sorry, in the season just gone past in South Korea. Um, no, I, I tend to be like you, that I think this is just of Celtic are being linked with a player, let's link Rangers with a player. I think it's one of those ones. However, what I would say is, it's really a market we should be looking into. I was looking about, you know, obviously we've got our traditional markets in Scotland, England and Europe. We don't really utilise the market, like the Asian market, I don't think we've really ever brought anyone I in from. Have. I was Asia. Scotia, I was thinking that today. I don't think, I can't think of a Chinese, Japanese or <laughs> Korean yeah, player I mean, we've well, had. I, I, no, certainly not out for um, sort of the Southeast Asia nor Eastern Asia. No, um, the closest I could find was two guy, two him from Turkey. Probably had a few players from Turkey, and then um, Ginsburg and uh, Avi Cohen from Israeli clubs. But would you really oh, class sure. Israeli as Asian? That's more European, just for geopolitical reasons. Um, so we haven't really utilised that. Market, let's not get into politi- political we'll... chat, Scotia. <laughs> let's not get into a political chat here. No, I, I will not. No. Um, <laughs> I think it's a market we should be looking into anyway because I've seen the Hearts have just signed a yeah. striker from the J League as well. So this is obviously because Ange Postacoglu's coming to Celtic and he's kind of he knows that market. It's opened it up, but for me, it's something that we as a club should be looking at these other markets, particularly now that things have changed because of Brexit and things. The rules about bringing players in are more similar across the world now for us. So certainly need to be looking into these markets. Yeah, um, Ali, I do think this one's paper talk, mate. I don't think there's very much in it, to be completely honest. Scotia makes a point, though. Um, obviously, I don't need to tell you this, that Celtic are looking into that market. Obviously, Ange knows that um, market very well um, from his experience as being a manager out there. <sighs> Safe to say, I mean, again, without kind of going into their team, a couple of the ones that they've signed, I rate. A couple of them, I really don't. <sighs> I don't know. I do. I don't know. I don't know about that that matter because I don't know anything about it. But I mean, it can't hurt having a look, can it? Aye, it's a difficult one because, well, if you look at if you look at if you if you look at them, he's he's worked in that that market, so he knows he knows that market, and he has he's got a couple of you have to say he's got a couple of decent players out of that market mm-hmm. a couple of players he's probably failed on as well that have not really played for him a couple of Japanese players that have hardly played for Celtic at all but you'll always get that he's signed another couple from that league which they haven't played yet I think it's our two players he's signed from there so mm-hmm. yeah he knows that league but 
I mean, we all have a scouting network all over the world, but it is an, an area of the world, like I'm just talking about Scotia there, that we've, we've never dipped into. It's um, no one else we would go out and sign one, and absolutely done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I do remember. Well, I do remember years ago Celtic dipped their toes into that market and they signed him with a big defender. Do we? That came over, Scotch, you probably no. remember him, and he was an absolute no. dud. <laughs> I think he lasted about a couple of games for them and got sent away, but they've done well in that market because they've got a manager that's worked there. We've got a scouting network, but I don't think they'll be over there scouting teams all the all the time over there. So I I don't know. I think it's paper talk that one, Carney. We've got three strikers at the moment. I know Cholak's out. Depends what happened with him, but paper talk for me. But nothing nothing would surprise me. No, no, nothing would surprise me. But I I just the style of player that that as you say I did see him um, at least one game. I seen him and I'm, I'm like that's not really what we're after. I don't think that's really what's going to shoot us. Good work effort and everything like that. But nah, I just don't see. I think that's a bit um, a bit paper talk. I don't think there's very much very much in that. Um, so I be interesting to see. Hopefully, as I say I was I was obviously. No, I've got no doubt in my mind. The first thing tomorrow morning, Rangers will announce a signing. Um, I've got no doubt because it will leave us with nothing. At least we can talk about it on Friday, I get that. But obviously tonight, was I was hoping for something. But it does look like we're getting close, but nothing confirmed as of yet. So, yeah, it's nearly an hour tonight, lads, which is a wee bit longer than usual for our Club Deck Corner, so that will do us. Thank you, everybody, in the chat, as always. Thank you for the donations as well. Really do appreciate it. Um, Ali, for tonight, mate, thank you very much. No problem. Getting closer to that Sunday game against the Sheep, which I'm looking forward to. A couple of beverages. I'm off Monday at work as well, so I'm looking forward to that game. But uh, no, be back on Friday. I'll um, I'll be hosting this Friday, um, so I will be Enjoy. reading the Manscape promo out, which I cannot <laughs> wait be. for. I look forward to that one. So um, no, I'll see you <laughs> on Friday. Yes, tune in for that at least. Honestly, you might as well. Um, that's a laugh. Uh, Scotia, thanks very much, mate, and see you on Friday too. Yeah, cheers. Always a pleasure, and yeah, looking forward to Friday to talk about football rather than speculation and transfers. I think you'll still be talking about that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. As long as we don't get political with stuff and keep ourselves clear from that, Scotia, that will that will. Do oh, Jim's oh, Jim, in the right end. to the end. Right to the end, Jim. Honestly, thank you, Jim, mate. That's amazing. Pretty much every pod, mate, you're in. But I'm the donation to the channel, mate. Um, you just I can't just, I can't thank you enough, mate. Honestly, that's absolutely superb. Really do appreciate that. Um, yeah. So yeah, we will be back on Friday as we uh, all eyes all eyes turn to turn to Hamden and. Hopefully we've got a new signing to speak about as well. That would be that would be pleasant. So before you go, please do like the video, please do subscribe to the channel. Um and whatever you listen to us, if you do listen to us, can you just drop us a wee five-star rating as well? That'd be very much appreciated. So yes, speak to you all on Friday. We'll be back with Club Live at half six. Until then, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week and speak to you on Friday. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>